Welcome to this VIT podcast. This is one of a series of eight podcasts where I talk to teachers who are currently completing or have recently completed their inquiry process in order to obtain full registration. My name is Damien Cowell. In this podcast, I talk to Vicky Derome, who's currently teaching years 9 to 11 at Collingwood College. Um, my inquiry uh, took quite a while to get to get what I wanted to um, look into. Uh, I decided to go with assessment and feedback. A, a, a huge part of my time um, teaching English is giving feedback, so marking and giving feedback. And I was unsure as to whether my feedback was effective, whether the students were really looking at the feedback instead of just looking at the grade, um, the percentage. And I really wanted to find a way to give feedback that I knew the students were going to take to to progress onto their next piece. So that was, yeah, it took quite. It took about six months for me to get where I wanted to get with my inquiry that's what took the time you know, okay, yeah. getting it right I suppose uh, the students were year 9 English students um, I selected 5 students uh, different abilities um, yeah different cultural backgrounds, different abilities and how they would interpret my personal feedback um, and use that rather than honing in on this uh, letter or this percentage of a grade and then not mm. using the actual feedback to get better in the next piece. Okay. Um, and was that um, a school focus at all um, or that was just your personal? My personal, yeah. It's something that was really important to me and in that first year of teaching it was probably something that I felt like if I didn't get right, right from the beginning. A lot of my planning and then teaching uh, kind of went by the wayside if the feedback that I was giving the student wasn't taken on. You know, it was literally, you know, so um, that was really important to me, yeah. Yeah, and you said the process took a while. Um, so did you modify your question as you went along or did you, um, you know, did you have to change course or any yeah, sort of thing like yes. that? Yes, um, it kind of, because I started off with differentiation, but obviously that was a huge topic to take on um, so when I say it took me a long time it took me um, you know a long time to decide that I really wanted to hone in on a personal feedback um, question rather than just differentiation and how I could help these really different students that I had in my class um, so yeah it kind of started off as differentiation it took a million different turns before it got to this is what's really important to me and this is what I'm gonna look at so I think it yeah it took months for me to get yes (laughs) I drove my mentor insane because I changed (laughs) my mind that many times but then I was really pleased with finding what was something you know very important to me if I didn't get right in that first year so Mm. so on reflection um, what what would you say um, was the disadvantage of choosing uh, or beginning with a topic as so broad as broad. yeah. Um, the disadvantage, I guess, was I couldn't really get started with the process of, you know, the, the VIT process until I'd got that uh, real sort of individual question inquiry that I was going to look into. Um, and looking back, and and now I tell my. 
um, the teachers that I mentor that find something that you are really really interested in don't just pick something because you think that's part of the school strategic plan don't think pink pick something because you think that's what your mentor teacher wants you to look at pick something that you're really going to get something out of year after year because um, it's a bit like when you're at university and you, you, you're picking your thesis, you know, you've got to pick something that you truly, truly want to change or believe in mm. because otherwise you, you spend quite, you know, so many hours on, on the VIT that if it's not something that you're genuinely interested in or think can make a real difference to your teaching, then it's a bit of a waste. And it, uh, is it a danger to pick something that um, is quite difficult, um, that that may prove too challenging or? Um, I don't think there's a danger in that, but I do, something else that I tell uh, my graduate teacher now is that don't think that you have to fix something. You don't have to fix something. Pick something that you want to explore because it means something to you, but don't think that you have to, you know, have a, even a progression. You could look into something um, where when you start studying it it could actually go downhill you know it could get worse pick something that you're interested in but don't pick something that you want to be able to change and will have a positive outcome from it because um, you might not get that but pick something that you're interested in mm -hmm. uh, something that you're going to learn something from positive or negative it doesn't matter just yeah mm. yeah okay um so um Along the way, were there any other challenges that you faced? Or, um... Um, no, not apart from time, just being um, a first year out teacher, lots of different subjects, sometimes subjects that I didn't know an awful lot about. Learning, you know, I, I, I had nearly a hundred students that I took care of. So you, you have to make this time for VIT, but in that first year, it's, it's just you know, quite stressful, and your time is really on the day-to-day -day running of your classrooms. So often you'll put the VIT off to one side. I would say, don't be afraid of doing your VIT in that second year. I I did mine in the first year thinking that I had to really, even though I was told I didn't. Inside I felt like I had to do it, I had to. Um, but I actually found the second year of teaching just as tough as the first year so I'm glad I didn't put it off to the second year because I found that second year quite tough as well but I think it goes off the individual if you're really struggling that first year put the v VIT off till the second year till you've found your feet a little bit the second year isn't going to be you know a breeze it's still going to be a tough year but you know you can start thinking more about the VIT over that that next year rather than trying to rush it through for that the end of that first year hmm. okay and um, uh, tell us about your mentor and your other colleagues and how you worked with them They're, they were all very supportive um, you know the first year I was just getting to know them um, my mentor was amazing he um, although he'd done his VIT 15 years you know prior um, it was still really fresh to him and he was dead passionate and you know when he was watching me trying to work out you know my inquirer he was right behind me you know he was he was always available if I needed help um, 
Uh, not only him, I obviously observed other classes, they came to observe me, um, the principal came to observe me, which was wonderful. Um, so yeah, everyone is, you know, was really supportive. Um, and I think that makes a huge difference. I wanted to know, you know, the ins and outs. How do you give feedback? How do you know that your students take that feedback on? So, you know, I think if I was to work in a school where I didn't have everybody willing to help, it would be quite difficult. So I think, yeah, I was really lucky because everybody just so open, you know, through the classroom doors open, come in and watch what I do. And that was amazing for me. Mm. And you didn't find that challenging having someone watching you at work? Um, I did a little bit. Yeah, I did. I did. I did to begin with. Um, especially when the principal came to <laughs> to watch a class. But it was it was really good. Actually, it was a chance for me to show off a little bit. This is a, this is what we do. This is the work that the students are doing. What do you think? You know. So rather than it be you know, someone's coming in to observe me and test me, it was more a, an opportunity for me to say, look how wonderful Kiana's work is, look how wonderful Finn's work is, you know, and soon the kind of focus felt like it was off me and what I was doing as a teacher and more what they're producing and the, you know, the feeling of the classroom and things like that, so. Um, and uh, what, what do you get from observing other colleagues? Um... Uh, I guess seeing, uh, I think the main thing was seeing the relationships, so the different relationships between the different teachers. I made sure that I observed a, a huge array of teachers, primary and secondary. It was uh, really good for me to be able to, you know, to go into a year 12 class and see how that teacher worked with, you know, 17 year olds as well as, you know, seven-year-olds with this teacher. Um, when it came to actually honing in on the inquiry, so feedback, um, you know, I witnessed a lot of informal feedback and, you know, classroom feedback, but I then went back to those teachers and got them to show me, you know, how do you actually physically, with this paper, give them, where do you put the feedback? Is it all on compass? Is it digital? Is it all on paper? Do you handwrite it? Do you type it? Do you copy and paste? Do you cheat? Do you know, what, what is it that you do? Because these teachers have 15, 20 years of experience, so they must have worked out this way that works for them. Well, I'd like to take what he's done and change it with what she did, and, you know, and, yeah, eventually just came up with my own little way of doing it. Mm. So, yeah, it was, yeah, watching other people... Is, has got to be the best way to, to learn, actually getting in there and watching what they do. Hmm. Um, and of course now you're mentoring um, new teachers, so yeah. the, the, the shoe's on the other foot. Yeah. Um, I guess we'll talk about some tips in a minute, but um, just back on yours, um, let's talk about the evidence. So, uh, you know, the big part of this process is collecting evidence to, to, uh, as part of your inquiry yeah. to show you've met the uh, standards. So, just for other teachers listening, what kinds of evidence did you collect, if you can recall? Um, I collected, obviously I collected the um, background of the students, so we looked at, you know, the cultural background of the school, then looking at each student's, uh, each student, sorry, and then we, I looked at, I inserted into, I brought it here actually, I inserted um, some of the the work that we did 
some of some samples of their work, some samples of the feedback that I gave them. I also uh, interviewed uh, three of the five students that I selected. I interviewed them um, on camera to ask them how they um, how they see a teacher's feedback and what they get from a teacher's feedback. How, what do they then do with that feedback? Um, I kind of knew the answer already, but I guess I just wanted to ask them and get their opinion. I mean, that's what this is all about. You know, it's it's about the student and asking the student, asking them, not me telling them, you know. So I, yeah, that was quite good. I enjoyed interviewing the three students. It was also something to put up on the um, presentation. Um, but yeah, really it was mainly work samples, feedback, other people's samples of feedback and the interview. Mm -hmm. And did you do um, reading or, or professional development towards it that could have been useful? I did, yeah, I did do a little bit of research, um, but I guess most of my research was seeing what other people around me did rather than academic research where mm -hmm. um, I did, uh, I, I used a really good book at university uh, teaching Making a Difference and they've got a, a, a big chapter on assessment and feedback and I found that really useful. I kept going back to some of the texts that we used at university. Um, but yeah, that was about it for professional reading. Most of it was the people around me and how mm. they gave feedback. Mm. Okay, and then, so once you'd finished the process, you'd finished your inquiry, uh, it was time to present in front of a panel. So just take us through um, how that went, how you felt about it, how, you know, uh, it um, did it meet what you expected it to be like and, and so on. Yeah. Um, the year that I did my VIT, um, leadership talked about this change in VIT and how they wanted to make it less formal, um, which I was quite pleased about because I get quite nervous in presentations, especially if I feel like I'm trying to sell something, sell myself or sell something. Um, so although I'd spent quite a long time dreading this panel interview where I had to, you know, put forth an idea that may or may not work, um, a few weeks leading up to that leadership um, sat down with us because there were, were, I think there was about five or six uh, graduates going through and um, we, they, they told us that th this was the first year they were going to change the process of the panel interview you would be, uh, instead of being by yourself, being interviewed by two or three people on the panel, we we would be together, uh, all the students, five, six students would be together in one room um, and we would still have the panel but we would be with our mentor, we would be with um, the VIT leader, we would also be with the principal class and um, and we would it would be more like an informal chat was how it was um, how it came across so I felt a lot better um, it's a shame I didn't realize that earlier on in the year when I was getting a little bit anxious about that date but um, it was in December so it was when the end of a long year the you know there was also I think it was I think it was before the Christmas party so there was that kind of excitement about the party ahead but we had to get through this first and actually on the on the day on the afternoon of the panel interview <coughs> um, it was 
very informal. There was uh, nibbles on the table. It was in a meeting room with the screen, with everything set up. But it was much, much... It was it was a nice chat. It really was an informal chat, like they said it was going to be. Um, I didn't feel like I had to sell myself. Uh, the VIT leader um, asked me, you know, lots of questions. He was genuinely interested in my uh, inquiry, as was everybody sat around the table, and it felt really sort of supported and um, just a really relaxed atmosphere, rather than. An interview which you know and like I said if I will always now tell my um, my teachers that I mentor and that actually this is your opportunity to just say look at this look at what I've been doing this year I find it really interesting what do you think and that's about as much selling as you need to do of yourself that it, it's not this presentation where you stand up everybody stayed sat down like I said we had drinks it was it was completely different than what I expected. Yeah. Um, I I don't know if I have heard that last year's um, VIT was uh, the same, so still informal, but it was more one on one. So uh, once one teacher at a time with the panel, rather than all teachers together. So and I don't know whether that was a one off or you know whether we're going to continue doing it that way or do the group thing hmm. my idea would be the group thing was great because I learned about other people's ideas they learned about mine um, there was a couple of teachers within um, my interview that took on the, the feedback um, process that I was putting forth and so yeah it was great it was a great way of just sharing and talking and we talked about how, how our year had gone and yeah very relaxed hmm. very and you mentioned before how when the principal came to observe you in a class you felt some pride at um, what you were doing. Yeah. Is there an aspect of that when you have this discussion with the panel, uh, given that you've come so far uh, in yeah. doing the process, did you yeah. feel that? Yeah, I did feel that. And also within my interview there was, um, there was a, a teacher who had taken three years to do her VIT. For one reason or another I think she'd gone part time or I can't remember. But so that was really nice you know I was sat there with an experienced teacher um, who who really was at the same level as me she was going through what I was going through yet she'd been teaching for three you know almost three years so um, but yeah it, it did feel like I could share share the experiences of being a, a first year out teacher but also you know maybe show people something that they'd not considered or you know something a bit of new information or not new information but a way of doing something that perhaps might help them as well mm, mm. so uh yeah it was it was it was a good experience mm. not what i was expecting <laughs> I, was, I was dreading it yeah so um so what so this is something you say to your teachers yeah now? yeah it's the first thing i say yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's very important, isn't it? Yeah, and, you know, just to, you know, the important thing to remember is it's it's you showing a process of how, not necessarily you've progressed in that year, but how you've worked things out and what you've got from it. That's all it is. It's just a process. It's not a test to see if you're, are you good enough to be a teacher? Have you passed this test? It's not that. It's showing how you've, you know navigated around that, that first year or the second year if it's the second year of teaching and you know what are some of the things that you've found 
um, whether you've solved something or not you don't have to solve something it's just the journey isn't it rather than I've done this and this has been successful mm. it might not yes yeah that's right and of course that doesn't matter success or otherwise is yeah. not is not the point of no. the journey is it no. that's that's right um, so bring it all together um, you know what's what are some of the things you learnt um, uh, along the way uh, and are there any things that you did learn that you could say to other teachers or in fact you do as a, as a mentor? Some of the things I learned along the way was to be, you must be flexible. Um, often, so my time with my mentor teacher was supposed to happen every two weeks. Now often, you know, there'd be an excursion thrown in and I would be taken out of that meeting with my mentor or my mentor's sick or I've not gathered enough evidence for there to be a meeting that that week and instead of you know um, instead of beating yourself up about the fact that you might not have gathered the evidence you know at this point always remember that your day-to-day you know, job is you're being a teacher, the best teacher that you can be. That first year, you're really learning everything. So, um, don't don't procrastinate, <laughs> which often you will do, and you'll say, "Oh, the VIT will have to wait." But at the same time, get a balance. Um, if you decide to do your VIT in that first year, uh, be kind to yourself and say, "Look, sometimes there are going to be situations where I can't." get the evidence I need in time I can't uh, meet my mentor for whatever reason but as long as you keep in a little log yourself or a little diary or notes uh, of where you're going to um, then that's all you can do and it will all come together it will all come together the other thing I probably would say is um, start collecting your evidence as soon as as soon as you know what your inquiry is uh, often I would say to myself oh yeah well when I do that essay I'll collect that evidence and then you know didn't get around to it for whatever reason and I think it got to about November and I was going back to work that I'd done you know the previous term in class trying to pull that together so that I could make it all work so um, yeah just be flexible know that you can't always you know hit the timelines that you set yourself at the start of the year but everything will come together. Just remember to keep as many uh, samples, samples of children's work before you hand it back and you never see it again. <laughs> that kind of thing. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah just uh, be more relaxed about it. It really is a, a chance for you to show off some of the really cool stuff that you've discovered over the years. Cool or daunting things that you've, that you've gone through over that year. That's all it is. That's great. That's really good advice. Okay, and just just to finally wrap it up, um, what did you learn about yourself, about your practice as a result? Has this um, uh, has this affected your approach to teaching, your attitude to your teaching? Um, if we're talking about the inquiry question that I did, I have learned that um, just because you found one technique that doesn't mean that that's it you can sit back and relax and I've I've got that down pat so I don't need to worry about feedback um things are always changing uh feedback in may the feedback technique that I use in one class might not work in another class 
So um, I think it's a continual process where um, I'm always changing and tweaking. One year something will work, when I try it again the following year it just falls flat on its face. So um, it's just keeping going and keeping changing. And I think, yeah, that's probably what I've learnt the most. That At the start of my first year, I used to look at other teachers around me that had taught for 20 years and think, oh, they must, they must have everything under control. Um, but they don't, because teaching just changes every single year. The students change every single year. The curriculum changes, and the way that we deliver and the way that we give feedback just it has to change so you can never sit and rest it's just yeah yeah it's a continual process and that's it thanks to vicky and collingwood college and i hope you found some valuable insights to help you with your inquiry process